Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In this latest podcast episode, I will explore how the owner of the largest sports nutrition brand in the world performed in 2021. But before we get started, I would love if you took 47 seconds out of your day to leave a rating review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. Can we officially say now that Glanview Performance Nutrition is back on track after a few hiccup years? On March 3rd of 2022, Glambia updated the public markets by releasing its 2021 full-year earnings report, and I'll be utilizing that financial information along with the earnings call commentary and any publicly disclosed information to obviously update you on Glambia and specifically Glambia Performance Nutrition but also provide insights around the global sports and active nutrition markets. So let's just kind of start with a quick update on the financial data. Wholly owned revenues were 4.2 billion euros or 4.64 billion US dollars. And for the entirety of this content, any number presented will be in USD because that's where the majority of my audience resides and it helps for comparative purposes to the other US-based active nutrition brands that I create content around. This revenue was up 13.1% on a constant currency basis. That comprised of volume being up 16.1%, but pricing was down 4%. Glambia did have an additional positive 1% impact from acquisitions during the year. For those that might not be too familiar with Glambia, it's made up by two wholly owned divisions. Let's cover Glambia Nutritionals quickly first because I don't necessarily spend all that much time personally on this division, even though it's an extremely important part of the overall business. Glambia Nutritionals is made up of two subdivisions, the U.S. Cheese and Nutritional Solutions. Revenue was $3.2 billion, which was up 11.4% year over year on a constant currency basis. This is coming from an 18.1% volume increase, but they did have pricing pressure of 7.7%, but they benefited from acquisitions in the comparatives of 1%. The Nutritional Solutions subdivision had a significantly better performance, but that subdivision is less than half the size of the U.S. cheese side. But their growth strategy in that subdivision is focused around protecting its market leadership, which is mostly the protein solutions, expanding the core platforms through international innovation and mergers and acquisitions, and focusing on sustainability partnerships and global reach. Now let's kind of cover the Glambia Performance Nutrition side. This is where I focus a lot of my attention. Revenue was $1.44 billion, which was an increase of 17.1% year over year on a constant currency basis, coming from both strong volume and pricing increases at 11.4 and 4.5% respectively. They also benefited 1.2% from the acquisition of Level Up, an esports gamer nutrition brand that it announced in mid-2021. While Glambia is still 
stacked heavy in terms of like protein and protein added products, they did note that the energy category, which is mostly amino energy powder, is around 10% of the total global revenue or around like $144 million. Now the Americas region makes up more than like two thirds of the GPN's total revenue. In 2021, the America's revenue growth was 13.7%, which was driven by volume growth in all channels, the impact of pricing actions, as well as ongoing strong revenue growth management. I'll speak about the main two GPN brands in a minute, but I also wanted to add that the lifestyle brand side of the portfolio delivered good growth in the Americas region with Think and Amazing Grass brands performing well at 9.6% annual consumption growth. Something small to note that was said on the earnings call around Amazing Grass Glambia stated that it's the number one brand in the greens category and reaching about 5% of the total of Glambia Performance Nutrition's revenue or about like 70 to $75 million. Now, while Amazing Grass is likely the leader if we're only looking at the offline track channels only, it is smaller than Athletic Greens that is currently only sold on direct to consumer. Now, the International side of GPN makes up the remaining, like kind of less than one third of the total revenue. In 2021, GPN's international, which does include the international direct to consumer, it grew revenue by 29.6% year over year. This was driven by volume growth in all regional markets as strong demand was driven by both the COVID-19 effect market inventory rebuild in the early part of the year and strong underlying consumption trends throughout the year. Pricing action was also taken across all regions in response to the inflationary trends. As I mentioned, I kind of want to go back to the two big brands of GPN. Approximately like 70% of the total GPN revenue is made up of Optimum Nutrition and SlimFast. Start with Optimum Nutrition, which makes up more than 50% of GPN's revenue at this point. They did have a strong performance in the period with global branded revenue, which was up 34.9% year over year. Annual consumption growth in North America was 18.8%. Optimum Nutrition has benefited from its leading categorical position. Ongoing marketing investment includes the proven campaign and broad channel positioning that led to market share gains in the top five tracked markets. Now, SlimFast is a little bit different of a story. The brand performance of the year reflected headwinds in the diet category. Annual consumption in North America declined by 4.3%, but SlimFast did eke out a global growth of 0.6% year over year. Though that's far from where Glambia would like it, SlimFast does hold a 98% brand recognition that gives them a very strong foundation to kind of make the needed corrections. As Glambia awaits consumers kind of re-engaging meaningfully back into weight loss and weight management, it is focused on brand marketing and new product innovation through a demand-side innovation model that has started rolling out across all key formats. Some further kind of GPN breakdown here on sales. Throughout the year, revenue by channel, just kind of give you some numbers here. Food Drug Mass Convenience makes up 34% of total revenue. That was up 6.4% year over year. Online makes up 31% of the total revenue. That was up 10.7% year over year. Distributor revenues, 22%. Those are up 65.2% year over year. Those are mostly associated with international growth. 
Specialty made up 13% of the total revenue that used to be the big channel for Glambia a handful of years or so ago. That did see strong growth this year at 16.6% year over year. Glambia performance nutrition revenue by category, the sports nutrition side of the portfolio, which is brands like Optimum Nutrition, Isopure, and BSN, 69% of revenue comes from that. That was up 24.7% year over year, again, mostly through Optimum Nutrition. And then the lifestyle side, which is Slim Fast, Think, and Amazing Grass, that's 31% of the total revenue. That was only up 3.6% year over year because most of that is comprised of Slim Fast. Wanted to update everybody on the Glamby Performance Nutrition Transformation Program. It has delivered in excess of the initial margin improvement target. So it's been doing extremely well. SKUs have been reduced by 35%. Private label manufacturing has been largely exited. So they're focusing more on branded revenue. That makes up 98% of their portfolio at this point. Route to market in key territories has been improved and Glambia Performance Nutrition's organization has been simplified and aligned behind growth opportunities. As Glambia Performance Nutrition enters 2022, this program is providing a fundamental underpin to margins as the business moves through the current high inflationary cycle. Just want to end on some final thoughts and kind of a quick note around the possible 2022 mergers and acquisitions and kind of capital allocation. With the Glambia Ireland deal with the co-op closing in Q2 of 2022, additional liquidity will be available to Glambia to increasingly focus on the global nutrition strategy and primarily invest in growth opportunities. This will give them the ability to stay aggressive with bolt-on smaller mergers and acquisitions opportunities, which I believe will continue to be mostly on the nutritional solutions side, but I can see them going after a few smaller niche lifestyle supplement brands in 2022. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 